Hello and happy new year. Yes, it's 2023 now. New year, new me, fresh start. Let's get after it. So much hockey to talk about. Fantasy hockey, big time bets. And we got the world juniors, Connor Bedard, absolutely stealing the show. Let's get after it. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I am your host, Steel Roden. You can find all of my content at my own channel, Sir Odin, Sir, as well. I've been doing this podcast for the last year now, so thank you so much for tuning in every single day, making your first listen every single day. Just want to give a shout out to all of you listeners out there. We really do appreciate all the love and support you've showed this podcast throughout the last year. You know, we've reached our goal over 700 subscribers by the end of the year, 2022. We've had over 140,000 downloads on your favorite podcast platforms. We've taken off. We're continuing to, you know, hopefully show some success in 2023. So, just wanted to give you all a shout out, all of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast every single day. We got a lot of hot content for you on this episode. Big time bets, waiver wire targets, and the World Juniors, Team Canada. A lot of prospects that are eligible for the draft this upcoming season or this uh, uh, upcoming offseason, of course, with the draft. But one particular name that we need to talk about, Connor Bedard is having an absolutely stellar world junior world juniors right now for team Canada, um, you know, tying records, maybe even potentially breaking records in the near future or the next time he's back at the world juniors. But yeah, ties Eric Lindros for most points, 31 points all time in Canadian world junior championship history. That is an incredible feat of itself. Absolute applause to Connor Bedard for what he has been able to accomplish. I think, you know, the prelims have just finished. I think he finished with 18 points, something around those six goals, 12 assists. He's leading the entire world juniors right now in points. He's also doubled the amount of points from the player who's in second place leading in the world juniors. It's, it's incredible to see what he's done. It's also, you know, he's tied Eric Lindros, but he's done that. 31 points in eight less games. It's just incredible what Connor Bedard is. I guess anyone named Connor, Connor McDavid, Connor Bedard are going to be sensational generational players when they get, you know, play professional hockey and, you know, make it to the NHL. You know, looking at some other stats as well for Connor Bedard, currently 13 points away from Peter Forsberg's point record in one tournament and 11 points away from Forsberg's all-time World Juniors record at 42 points. So if somehow Connor Bedard can record 13 more points in the next three games, hopefully they get to the championship gold medal game as well. But if he can record 11 or 13 more points, he'll tie Peter Forsberg's point record for one tournament alone. And if he records 11 points, He'll tie Forsberg's all-time World Junior record at 42 points, which would which would be absolutely incredible to witness. The way this kid just handles himself—17 years old, 
what he's done for the Regina Pats, what he's doing it for Team Canada, the World Juniors. There's a ton of great names and great players that are draft eligible this upcoming offseason. But Connor Bedard is the guy you want. Clearly, he's going number one. There's no question about that. So maybe let's take a look again at what he's accomplished so far in his WHL career, as well as what he can accomplish for a team that is probably going to draft him first overall. 192 points in 105 games for the Regina Pats over three seasons. You know, I think he has somewhere between 67 or 72 points so far in like 35 games for the Regina Pats this year alone. You know, I don't even, I, I can't even think of what he's going to finish at the end of the season, but looking at this teams at the teams that are most likely going to draft him or get that number one overall pick the Arizona Coyotes, Columbus Blue Jackets, Philadelphia Flyers, Anaheim Ducks, Chicago Blackhawks and San Jose Sharks, maybe a couple of other teams, but those are the teams that have the highest chance of landing that number one overall pick. And, you know, just want to see maybe what might happen if those teams draft him and, if they can, re- if he can really turn their organization around for me, I think there's a few teams in there. I-, I think if he were to be drafted by either Arizona or Columbus, maybe not become a legitimate cup contending team, but can definitely make a push for the playoffs. I think that's exactly the type of player the Arizona Coyotes need, re- you know, a true superstar player and a guy that can play center between Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller on the top line for the Arizona Coyotes. I think, if he were to be drafted by the Columbus Blue Jackets, that's exactly what the Blue Jackets need, a top first-line center that can play alongside and keep up with Johnny Goudreau and, and Patrick Lina. You know, I know they have Ken Johnson and a couple other guys that they like, but I think Connor Bedard would be a better fit on that top line with, with Johnny Goudreau and uh, Patrick Lina. Not sure how I would feel about him on the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I don't think John Tortorella would do a, you know, a well or a good enough job at, at really developing this kid's developing this kid's game right now. I, I'm not a big fan of the Philadelphia Flyers and what John Tortorella brings to the table at this current time. Chicago Blackhawks, he could definitely help the Chicago Blackhawks, at, you know, and the San Jose Sharks. Anaheim Ducks could be a very interesting team if they were to land the number one overall pick. They already have so much young talent that we've talked about. Jamie Drysdale on the back end, Mason McTavish, Troy Terry, uh, Trevor Zegris, the list goes on a little bit longer, but those are the top names for the Anaheim Ducks. And, you know, obviously Con- Connor Bedard is a centerman, so is Trevor Zegris. Be interesting to see if they slide someone over on the left wing or, you know, maybe Connor Bedard starts on the second line center if he were to be drafted there. But nonetheless, those are the top teams. Arizona Coyotes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Anaheim Ducks. That would, for me, would be the top teams to draft. Uh, to draft Connor Bedard. I think they need the biggest help as well as maybe Chicago, but nonetheless, those would be the top three teams for me and what I think uh, he would change uh, the organization in in the future immediately uh, for those organizations. The other three, Philadelphia, San Jose, eh, I'm not too sure uh, if it would work out. Obviously, they would love to draft him. They would love to have him um, and be that franchise player, but I'm not sure how great it would be for his career moving forward i really do think arizona columbus you know obviously those are the top tier situations you want to be put in when you get drafted into a team you know look at looking at other teams elsewhere but i think he could really uh switch their team around what a full 180 style and, and help their team for the for the very near future and long term as well 
Nonetheless, we got a ton more of hockey other than Connor Bedard to talk about. Waiver wire targets. Yes, it is just me at this point in the episode. You know, it's just Steel Roden here, flying solo without Flip Livingstone, my co host. Uh, but we got a ton of hockey to talk about. It's the start of the new week, new year, 2023. Waiver wire targets for January 2nd as well. We do have to get to our big time bets where the money is made. But before we get there, I need to let everyone. All of you listeners out there know about our partners, Athletic Greens. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, and they have an absolutely terrific product that I use literally every single day, AG1. I started taking AG1 because I, I wanted more energy throughout the mornings, especially, you know, just throughout the day in general. But I also hated taking pills and vitamins. I, I'm not really good at that. Never enjoyed doing that. And AG1 helps with me get, gaining more energy and prevents me from stop taking pills and vitamins. So I wanted to see what all this hype was about. So I ordered the product and it's absolutely amazing. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day off right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and even your aging. That's why my skin and complexion look phenomenal right now. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a very complicated supplement routine to recover, which was costing him over $100 a day. Way too expensive, not like AG1. Perfectly priced and the perfect product for you to start your days off right Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every single day. Put in the AG1. There's no need for all these different million pills and supplements to look out for your health. AG1 will do that for you right away. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase and all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, I'll say that again. This is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. And take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey po- uh, Podcast your first listen every single day. For your next listen, though, I know we were just talking about Connor Bedard and prospects. Make sure you check out the Locked On NHL Prospects Podcast your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft, plus NHL draft rankings and top prospects comparisons for every single team out there. Locked on NHL prospects available on YouTube and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with just myself, Steel Roden, your boy out here doing the work, hopefully getting you some money on big time bets and hopefully helping you with your waiver wire targets every single week. Cause that's what I love doing, helping you all out there with your waiver wire targets. Who's going to help you for this upcoming week. And let's start with Callie Yarncroke of the Toronto Maple Leafs only rostered between two and 15% right now on Yahoo and ESPN leagues. And he has been sensational the last week and a half, two weeks. He's actually up to 14% up 14% on Yahoo from last from last week where he was at 1%. Uh, 16 points on the season now in 30 games. He's really got going the last week and a half. 42 shots, 24 hits. It's eh, 
whatever. It's not much of those peripheral stats, but he's on a five-game point streak right now. He's recorded seven points in that time, and it looks like he's solidifying his spot in the top six on that second line with John Tavares and Mitch Marner. And of course, if you're playing with Mitch Marner and John Tavares, you really do need to be taking the most out of that opportunity. And he's he's really grabbed it. He's really grabbed onto it, and he's not letting go right now. Like I said, seven points. He's a triple threat eligibility as well. Center, left wing, and right winger if you're in a positional league. That helps a lot. I know I know it'll help me a lot as well. And the Leafs have a little bit of, uh, of an advantageous schedule this upcoming week. Four games on the schedule. St. Louis Blues, and we know they're very up and down roller coaster season so far. Seattle Kraken catching them at a good time. They're three, six, and one in their last 10 games. The Detroit Red Wings, we know how high scoring and usually lopsided in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs that matchup is. And another matchup against the Philadelphia Flyers, which if you remember from the two previous ones, close games and very feisty. So I like the schedule for the Toronto Maple Leafs this upcoming week. Flip does agree because this was one of his players on his waiver wire targets as well. Next on the list. Victor Arvidsson of the LA Kings. I'm not sh- quite sure why I have to keep repeating this guy's name on waiver wire targets almost like every other week, but he's only owned from 23 to 53% rostered right now. He missed a few games about a week and a half ago to be there for the birth of his second child with his wife back in LA. But coming back from return, he yeah, he comes back and he records eight points in seven games after missing those two. And he's currently on a three-game point streak. He's got 10 goals, 30 points on the season so far. He's an absolute stud for the LA Kings. Right there with the top three and leading the team in points. He shoots the puck a ton on net. So that's a great peripheral stat. He's great on the power play. 12 or 13 power play points so far this season. Alex Iofalo actually as well. He's up on the second line now because Trevor Moore is out with injury. So he's up on the second line too. He's got 14 points in 17 games. He's only rostered between 7 and 14% as well. So both these LA Kings guys, top six in the top six forward group, producing at all levels right now. They do have a tough schedule ahead. Boston Bruins, Dallas Stars, and Vegas Golden Knights this upcoming week. Not a very favorable matchup, but nonetheless, the LA Kings do seem to be in a, a ton of those lopsided uh, or high-scoring matchup game. So Alex Iafalo or Victor Arvidsson, pick them up ASAP for your matchup this upcoming week. And now, to finish this one off, or at least my for my selections, mentioned in the last two weeks, Eric Gustafson was going to be playing a ton of minutes after you know the John Carlson incident out indefinitely after taking a puck to the face. You know, hopefully he's okay and he returns healthy and soon back to the lineup for the Washington Capitals. Nonetheless, Eric Gustafson rostered between 19 and 53% right now between ESPN and Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. He's actually up 32% on Yahoo from last week alone. So that's incredible to see, but we knew he was going to be playing some big minutes for the Washington Capitals, filling in for John Carlson. He's on a seven-game point streak, 13 points in those seven games. And he's taken over the top power play for John Carlson. The Capitals are 8-1-1 in their last 10 games. And this team has really has gotten scary good out of nowhere. I don't think a lot of people thought that the Washington Capitals would be this good 
especially with everything that's gone on. No Nicholas Backstrom, no Tom Wilson yet. A few injuries. Darcy Kemper was injured a couple weeks ago. Connor Brown was injured. John Carlson now injured, and they're still rolling. Eight one and one in the last ten games. It's really just, it's really cruel how bad they've manhandled the bad teams and outplayed the good teams so far this season. It's incredible. Uh, I don't think a lot of people saw this coming. I, I definitely didn't see this coming. But nonetheless, Eric Gustafson is definitely out there in more than half the leagues. And Washington has probably the easiest schedule that I've ever seen in a week. Four games, Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, Nashville Predators, and at the end of the week, the Columbus Blue Jackets again. Very advantageous week for the Washington Capitals. I'll get over to Flip's picks real quick. He's looking at an LA King goaltender. Phoenix Copley has been playing great. Six wins in his last six starts, 8-1-0 on the season, only rostered at 8%. If that doesn't suffice you right there with that goalie pick, let's go to another goalie. Uko Pekka Lukanen of the Buffalo Sabres, 7-3-1 on the season so far, only 3% rostered between ESPN and Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. Both those goalies have played great since being called up. The stats aren't there overall. I believe they're, you know, between 890 and 905 save percentage. Goals against average is really good, but the save percentage has been very low. Nonetheless, they're winning games. And if you need goalies to be winning games right now, don't care about the goals against average or save percentage. Those two guys are on the list. So a couple forwards, couple goalies, and a defenseman for your waiver wire targets this upcoming week. Very, very advantageous. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget we are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love and support that you show to this podcast. Thank you so much. Let's get to big time bets where the money is made. Rolling the dough into my pocket, hopefully starting 2023. Been on a little bit of a roll again, another heater to end 2022 so let's continue let's keep the ball rolling first pick of 2023 only four games on the schedule for this monday monday night uh schedule as well so looking at the first game philadelphia flyers against these anaheim ducks flip and i it seems like we have a little bit of a side bet i'm going with the flyers on the money line minus 108 against these ducks and flip is actually taking the ducks on the money line Minus 102 against these Philadelphia Flyers. Both minus 102. Pretty much the same odds to win this game. But I like the Flyers. Carter Hart's coming back from injury, so he'll be in the crease for the Flyers. Konechny is on a hot streak right now. Now leading the team in points. Kevin Hayes right there behind him following as well. I've really talked about Morgan, Morgan Frost and JBR, guys who have chipped in on the offense every now, every now and again. Nonetheless, Flyers on the money line for me. Ducks on the money line for flip. Second pick of the night. I'm taking the Penguins on the money line at plus 147 against these Boston Bruins. Tristan Jari has been great. The offense will start to come a little bit more for these Penguins as well. I really, I, I do really want to see Jake Gensel get in the action a little bit more. I have him on, I have him on two of my fantasy teams, and I would like to him. Start putting the puck puck in the in the net a little bit more frequently than I've seen in the past. But nonetheless, I'm taking the Penguins on the money line, plus 147. Flip from this game, 
is taking the Penguins and Bruins under six at plus 102. I like this a lot. You know, maybe if they can get it up to six and a half, I'd like it a little bit better. But at six or taking the under six in this matchup as well, I like at plus 102. Two of the top teams and goals against this this season. I think two of the top 10 teams for that matter. So definitely like the under in this matchup between the Bruins and Penguins. Linus Allmark, definitely one of those Vezina Trophy candidates, probably leading the Vezina right now in, in, in all consideration with other goaltenders that have played well. But yeah, he's at, he has an unreal stat uh, record right now in the season. Stats are there as well. Linus Allmark, Tristan Jari, take the under in the Penguins-Bruins game. My lock of the night, though. Oh, sorry. That was Flip's lock of the night. Penguins-Bruins under six goals. That's his lock of the night. His last pick, Golden Knights on the money line, plus 149 against these Avalanche. Might be a little bit of a tough spot. Injuries to Jack Eichel, injury to Jonathan Marshall, so a couple other injuries as well. Goaltenders, or at least Aiden Hill, hasn't played the best. But nonetheless, Flip taking the Golden Knights on the money line, plus 149 against these Avalanche, who are a little bit still banged up, but they got Nathan McKinnon back. Nonetheless, my lock of the night comes from that game, actually. Miko Rantanen, anytime goal, is my lock of the night. He was held off the score sheet against the Toronto Maple Leafs when they got bruised and battered 6-2 in that loss. But prior to that, he had three goals, seven points in his last four games prior to that Maple Leaf matchup. So, I... You know, he's been an absolute stud. You know, if it weren't for him, I really do think the app where if it weren't for him and Gorgiev, this Avalanche team would be at the bottom of the league. They've had so many injuries and it wouldn't it wouldn't even be much to blame on them because you can't do much. Out, you know, Landeskog hasn't played a game. Machushkin's been out for almost the entire season. He's only played 15 games. McKinnon's only played 25 games. It's really been up to Rantanen, Makar, and, and Gorgiev to kind of get them afloat. You know, haven't been scoring a ton of goals where the team hasn't been scoring a ton of goals, one of the worst teams in goals for this year, but one of the best teams in goals against. Nonetheless, Mikko Ranton has been a huge part of that. 21 goals, 45 points, or 24 goals, 45 points on the season. Mikko Ranton, anytime goal for my lock of the night. Flip's lock of the night, again, Penguins and Bruins under six goals at plus 102. Those are the best. Those are, this is where you make the money. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Hopefully, we can start your 2023 season off with a couple of bangers on the bet on the big-time bets. For your next listen, though, go check out the Locked On NHL Prospects Podcast, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey talent and superstars leading up to the NHL Draft, plus... NHL draft ranking and top prospect comparisons for every single team locked on NHL prospects available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode of the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. Happy new year. Happy 2023. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow.